Don't mind me. I'm I'm sucking on a peppermint. My stomach is kind of womp womp. But um, <laughs> also, if you hear any additional noise in the background, I do apologize. Someone was getting arrested out front of my house about 20 minutes oh, ago. Oh shit, for real? And they were not going willingly. <laughs> so. Why are we not reporting on that? We need to report on that. Listen, no. I am not a part of the news segment <laughs> in town. I am not an anchor. Uh, so, girl, you know, uh, good luck to them. No, girl. No, I'm not doing it. I'm keeping my black ass out of that <laughs> business. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of YA at Heart. Ah. Oh. We are almost done with The Wrath and The Dawn. Can I tell you, I've fallen more in love with this character. Just more in love with it. Yes! The more I read, the more I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm like so excited. I know. I know. Literally, Khaled is just... He's perfection. I love him. This man. (laughs) I I love him. (laughs) I think think we can safely say that we both feel... He's a book yeah, husband. He's definitely on the list. A, a book husband, not even no, book boyfriend. Husband. Yes, book I husband. I chain myself to That's that man. Who he is. Like... Oh, okay. I probably didn't that <laughs> <laughs> So before we get started, want to ask you guys again to make sure you follow us on social media at YA at Heart Podcast on Twitter and oh nope, not Twitter on Instagram and on TikTok. <laughs> ah, do I know our handles? Okay, it's okay. It's- and at YA at Heart Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Reviews, follows. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the mint makes it sound like I have a lisp. Let oh, me like take this Chris out. Brown list? <laughs> like a Chris Brown list. No, like a, like a, I'm getting sick and tired of your broken promise. Oh, I used to love that song. That brought me back. That brought me back. Oh, my God. Sorry. So now that I've taken that out of my mouth, I probably sound like a normal human being again. Uh, We got to sing that song later. Today, we are going over pages 269 to 342. And stuff got real. Oh. Stuff got real, real. It did. It did. Bruh, it got realer than real. It got surreal. (laughs) Surreal. It got surreal. Uh, he was just out there with his little teacup and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, that's what I should be for Halloween. What? Yeah. Surreal? Bro, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Just be out there with a little teacup and a little cloak. Yo. Like the truth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Right. Sidebar. We get back to the story. We are in chapter 26. Um, this is called Realizations Upon Expectations. Explanations. And the... N- oh, explanations. God <laughs> damn, I can't read either. What the hell? <laughs> Baby is taking everything from me. <laughs> He's just sucking it all up. <laughs> Little vampire. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the nobleman and Khalid's crew are going on a hunt. I just want to pause on the interaction between Jalal, General Al Khoury, and Terry. They know. Ooh. They know. It was it was perfection for me. Only because Jalil and Khalid have or Jalal and Khalid have such a good dynamic together. They know each other's body language. They know each like basically that's that's your best friend that you could just give a look to. And they already know type of stuff. Like Yes, like across the classroom, like <laughs> hello. So like 
it was to read that. Oh, I love it. I just, oh, I love it. I love it. Bruh, they are, they are all on him. Like, white on rice. Like, okay, we thought Shazi was obvious. <laughs> Tariq so is obvious. so obvious, bro. It's like, I told you, oh I've, I've said it in past episodes and I will say it again. This boy is completely reckless and he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's flying by the seat of his pants, yes. expecting that he's going to take down a caliph. A really? Really? For a girl that don't even love you no more? But he, that's the thing. Like, he's such in denial over the fact that she doesn't love. Like, it's very obvious and apparent that she doesn't view yeah. him in that way anymore. Like, he should have he should have picked up on that the moment he kissed her on the balcony and her lips went whoop. <laughs> like. Bro, and he, he talks about that. He talks about how she was acting so weird and so different and wasn't like her at all. Right. And I was just like, mm-hmm. but this is this—that's what I'm saying though. Like that right there should have hit, should have been the inkling, like the first little inkling of like, oh shit, something isn't right. And it's the fact that he's in such fucking denial. Like I'm like, dude, Bruh, it ain't just a river in Egypt, bro. It is, <laughs> it is strong and it is with him, <laughs> bro. You know what I thought about? You need to give me <laughs> yes. <laughs> also in this episode i or not this episode this chapter they pass shazi on the way out and salim actually like threatened her but like sweetly and i was like oh yep. and khalid did not let that no, go unnoticed not at all. so he actually he went back to talk to shazi before they left mm-hmm. and they made up they had a cute mm-hmm. little moment where he's like, I'm sorry, you know I love you. And Shazi is like, she gives in to him. She's like, I, I like, I can't fight my feelings with this man. Like, Correct. She puts his arms around him. She leans into him. And of course, Tyreek's dumbass Made calls himself going back to get there. something he misplaced. He had to be. Th- and wait, he, yeah. No, this is this is one of those like miss like miss couldn't mind her business and hurt her own feelings. That's basically what yes, he did. Yes. That's basically what he did. Literally. Uh, literally. He saw them. He was like, I, that's not right. But but I'm right here. Why is she? Like, he was. Uh, why does she look so comfortable with him? He was hurt. 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 Deeply like, hurt and disturbed. Love, heartbreak, hurt. Like, it was bad. Yes. It was bad. Yes. yes. We need a song for him. <laughs> Alexa, play Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> no, Alexa, stop. Oh, my God. Alexa, stop. She's- and it's not even the right one. She played the one by Elvis. I'm talking about the one by Whitney Houston, Ooh. obviously. Oh, <laughs> All you really wanted was to you. Like, yeah, I know. that one. There's a movie for Whitney Houston coming out. I saw the trailer for I it. Saw, I saw the poster. Uh, also, at this time, that Tariq is having his heart crumble. In front of him. And I can hear a break. Um, every guard. <laughs> every fucking guard notices his presence. And Khalid shoves Shazi behind him and takes out his sword, ready to defend her against any and everything. I was like, oh. As he should. And here comes oh walking God. Tyreek. And he's like, I am so sorry. I was looking for blah, blah, blah. I got turned around. And everybody's looking at him like, How? I don't think so. Whatever. He needs to learn like, how to lie. Didn't you have a guard? Didn't you have a guard walking with you? How the fuck did you get turned around? That sounds like a lie. Like, dickhead, you couldn't come up with anything better. Facts. <laughs> Facts. 
So he tries to um, like apologize to Khalid. And Khalid is like, I don't like this dude. And Jalal's like, huh, me either. Yo, Let's wait, do some digging. Wait, wait, wait. I really liked how they went about that, though, because I think Jalal was like, blood runs true. That boy has been bothering me all day. And I was like, yes! <laughs> Yo! Yup, yup. I'm like, great. All you had to do was lay low. That's you had all you had. One, one job. job, bro. One job. You have one job. That was and it. And you fucking blew it. And now you're about to get everybody exposed. It was crazy, though, because it wasn't, it wasn't as, like, us, us being the readers, right? Knowing his intentions from the very beginning. Reading how things happened, even I... Be like, but even me who knew this shit was gonna go down, I was like, "You could have went about that way differently. You could have been completely different, way more conspicuous." Like, and then when he saw him push, not push, but like shove Shazi behind him so he could protect her, he was like, "Oh no, I and quick take out that sword." He, he was like, "Oh right, that was in that moment." He knew he was like, "Oh shit, I have misjudged this man." So I'm sitting there, I'm like, "I've been saying this two chapters back." You was just sitting here talking We've shit. We've been saying it. Shazi's been Everybody. saying it, but you had to see it to believe it. Everybody. Okay. We move on to the next chapter, which is called A Floating Carpet and a Rising Tide. So in this chapter, we find Shazi and Despina. If we, if you guys remember, a couple chapters back, we had met the teacher. What was his name? Musa Musa Effendi? Yeah. I think. And he had given, he gifted Shazi a carpet. So we never knew what happened to that carpet. It turns out it ended up in Despina's room. And they, like, lay it out. Dude, they had a full-blown Aladdin moment with this damn carpet. Yes, yes. And the carpet, like... Floated! The carpet reacts to to her touch. Yep. So when she puts her hand on it, she feels the tingles. And then they both, like, it floats. The the goddamn thing floats. So it's like, okay, flying carpet. And it actually does what he says. It will do. It will lead you where your heart wants to be. That carpet fit to take her right down the hall to Kali's room. <laughs> In the middle of the night, just straight down there. At this point, I also said I was putting like two and two together. Okay. I had like theories at this point, even though my theories were dead wrong. So Despina mentioned that Musa is a um a magus from the fire temple. So he's a sorcerer. Yeah. And immediately I thought, okay. Sorcerer from the Fire Temple, putting two and two together. He's most likely the one who made the curse Mm -hmm. and why you have to sacrifice somebody for it to rain. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the land will burn up. Mm. Very, very far-fetched theory. But I thought I had I mean, it could... We don't know for sure. We still haven't gotten to the end of the book. We know that there's something. No, it's a curse. Bitch, I, I thought... I swore to God. I was like, boom, give me my crown. Crack the case. I got to the end of the chapters that we read. I was salty as fuck. I was like, "Hmm." okay, okay. Well then. (laughs) After they figure out this whole situation with the carpet and everything, the chapter immediately switches gears and we're back with Tyreek. And he has made his way to Omar al-Sabi. I don't know. Did they mention Omar before? They have, right? They did. He was the, um, he's the leader of the Badawai tribe. Okay. Okay. The nomads that Tyreek was trying to get on his side. The only person that was trying to talk Tyreek into some sense with these last few chapters. Omar and Tyreek start talking. And basically, Omar, again, is what he asks her is, um, well, first he starts telling her, like, are the rumors true? Like, 
is the Caliph mean him? Omar? Is it Omar or Tariq who asks? Um, ask what? Oh no, I'm sorry. This is something not that I wanted to talk about. Um Oh. Hold up. Sorry. I'm trying to find it. Because I wanted to find the exact moment when he Oh, oh. Yes, I know what you're talking about. He's heard rumors about Tyreek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he finally, like, gets his name because Tyreek never actually gave him his name. Yes, he was known as the White Falcon. So he's like, oh, yeah, I heard uh, this Tyreek is raising an army to go after his lost love and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is really bad because now your name is out there. Khalid and Jalal already know who you are. Mm -hmm. All they have to do is ask around and that trail is going to come right right back to you. This is is what I'm saying when I say... (laughs) This man was so fucking obvious about everything. Uh, I wanted to bring up that he also he also was like thinking to himself about Shazi and Khalid mm, or Khalid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, none of this makes sense. She must be under some kind of spell, or she's fallen in love with her captor. I've heard she, of that happening before. She must. How about she just don't want you no more, bro? She must have Stockholm syndrome. Yes, that's basically what he said. I'm like, no, bro. She just, she just she don't, don't love you. you no more. Like that's it, it. But see, that's the thing to him. It's over. She, her and I have known each other since we were children. She would never choose anybody over me. That's what. But it is. Omar brings that up. Yeah. He was like, familiar familiarity doesn't mean love. that she belongs to you. Yes. Oh. Like, thank you. When he's sister, he said when he asked him, Tariq, why are you doing? Why do this? you love her? Yeah. He was like, Tariq, why are you doing this? Why are you fighting this battle? And Tyreek says, because I love her. And then Omar's like, but why do you love her? Tyreek basically says, that's a ridiculous question. And then he's like, well, you know, all of my most uh, cherished memories are of her. I've suffered alongside her. And we've laughed at nothing together. What does that sound to you? That, what does that sound like to you? Sounds like a friend. A really good friend. Right. And don't get us wrong. Like, friendship can lead to love. Most definitely. But she is in a different place now in her life where she's like oh i loved this person before Mm -hmm. because this is what i perceived as love and now i love this person for a different reason love evolved the love that she has for khaled is something different it's stronger it's a bonded type of love and it's definitely a lot deeper of an emotion yeah it's not like surface even with all of his secrets that he has, like she's still very invested. So, but yeah. one of the best lines I think out of this whole chapter was from Omar. From Omar, and he says, "A shared history does not entitle you to a future, my friend." Yes, and I was like, "Look at Omar the Wise. Listen to your elders, boy." Sex, man, and then he gets upset like a little child, like a, a petulant child. Tyreek did not want to hear it. He did not at all. There was also like a, a small council there too. Oh, yeah. Like his uncle ended up finding him yeah, yeah. and Rahim and Jahandar were there. And they were basically telling him the same thing. Like, look, we need to have a plan. We are gathering forces. We're not ready to move right now. People will fight to protect the kingdom. They're not just going to fight for you and your lost love. Yes, like that's what his uncle that's says. That's not enough. That's exactly what his mm-hmm. uncle says. Tyreek and, and Jahandar have like a moment together. Oh, girl. <laughs> Oh, I can smell the storm coming. Jahandar's like, Jahandar's like, you still want to do anything? Because I'll do anything. And I was like, oh, great. Both y'all are going to get killed. Jahandar's like an addict. He's like an addict at this point. He is. Now that he has that magic, he's like, scratching. <laughs> I got to move. <laughs> I got to use it. <laughs> it's like, sit down, you goddamn feet. It's exactly, Relax. It's exactly Relax. the behavior, yo. It's crazy. 
crazy. But um, basically, by the end of this chapter, they agree Tyreek, like, basically he can help and Jahandar's like, they've come to that agreement. And that's the end mm-hmm. of this chapter. So we move on to <laughs> the next chapter. <laughs> and it's called uh, Someone yeah. Knows. <laughs> or Someone Who Knows. Someone Who Knows. Yeah. There we go. Who knows? Who knows? I like, I I can't. So I like, when I was reading this, at first I thought there were like magic ghosts in her room, but they're actually just mercenaries. No, they're just assassins ready to go kill her. I was like. They're fucking mercenary assassins and they're trying to kill Shazi and Shazi's trying to hold up her own. She tells Despina like, run. Despina's calling for Jalal. Everybody busts up in the room. Mercenary assassin has Shazi by the throat. And oh my God, this got me. He was like, put down your weapons or what happens to her or what happened to your mother will happen to yes. her. And Khalid was like, just ghost. Facts. It was it was the fact that they brought up his mom. Whoever, yeah. basically whoever was doing this knew how his mom died. Because not everybody, I don't think not everybody knows how his mother died. And I give it to Shazi because Shazi was up there. She's like, no. She was like yelling at him like, no, don't put down your sword. And she was telling the dude that was holding her captive. She was like. Oh, you did. As soon as as soon as he said that shit about his mom and she saw how it affected him, she was like, I will kill you myself. And I was like, oh. I was like, that's love. That's love right there. <laughs> I was like, that's love. <laughs> Excuse me if I gobble this shit yeah, up. I was like, that's love. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was a really low blow. I honestly believe Salim sent them. I think so too. I think that was the whole point. I think he would be one of the few people to know what happened to mm-hmm. to um, Khalid's mom? And yeah. we we already saw, or we had already read that he threatened Shazi. Why? Even though it was it was nice wrapped up in a pretty little bow, he still threatened her in her own home. Yeah. So why wouldn't he send these assassins or these mercenaries out to kill her? Why wouldn't he tell them? Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I think that he also knows about the curse. Oh, yeah. Because he kind of bought up at the bank. He's like, oh, you're not looking so good these yeah. days. Are you eating? Are you sleeping? And he also felt some type of way when Khalid married Ava instead of Yasmin. We go, so... we go into that a little later. We go into that specific thing a little later. But yes. Yeah, yeah we, do, we do. But yeah, yeah. Like, I I fully believe it was him. Um, basically, Shazi is able to, like, I think she arms the guy. She gets cut like, in the process, in the... but she does. She, like, elbows. She does. She, like, elbows the fuck mm-hmm. out of him. And she gets a little cut. She gets a little cut. That, of course, frees her, and that lets, uh, I don't know if it's Khalid or somebody else. They end up, is it Khalid? I think it's, uh, I think or it's, like, Raj... Jamal and General Al Kauri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, no, no, I think it is the Rajput. The Rajput was defending his little daughter. Guys. It was like, not today, bitch. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, so before he, before he picks her up and takes her, um, out of the room, he asks the guy, he's like, who sent you? Yeah. And that's where he says someone who knows. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really important because our list of suspects. It's very short. Very, very, very short. small. So I'm still not counting out Musa. I think Musa still think still a suspect. Musa is still a suspect? Because, girl, deceptions. Deceptions. Deception. I think Musa is still a, sub- a suspect. Disgrace. I- <laughs> Disgrace. <laughs> Shut up. Ooh. <laughs> oh I can't stand you. Uh, yeah, I think Musa is still a suspect. I think Salim is a suspect. You're a dickhead. Uh- <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, he does pick her up and he ends up taking Shazi back to his room. Yeah. It's the first time Shazi has yeah. been chambers. So she's like looking around and she's like, oh, this is very like 
crisp and clean as if somebody doesn't live there. There's no like emotion. There's no somebody. There's no like live in. There's no personalization. Yeah, exactly. And it's very dark yeah. as well. Like his soul. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? Did I marry a vampire? <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, that's because of his, his headaches and stuff. But of course, she doesn't know that yet. Yeah. Um, but he's, like, cleaning up her wounds and stuff like that. And he's like, I need to send you away to protect you. She's like, absolutely the fuck not. As she should. You can protect me by letting me stay right here. Exactly. They have this, like, tender moment. And she's like, I want to know you <laughs> again. And he's like, I'm afraid I can't, like, give you what you want. And she, like, touches him. And she's like, why aren't you touching me? <laughs> Khalif is like, because if I do, I, I don't think I'll ever stop. And she's like, who told you to stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I loved it. I love this whole interaction. And they're, like, literally about to make love for the first time. Like, actually make love. and. uh Somebody knocks at the door and ruins that fucking moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A guard, basically? Or like, is it Al-Khari or something? Um, I think, I don't remember who it was, but it was it was some type of guard. And Khalid was mad. He's like, literally, literally, every time I try to get my dick wet, something happens. I can't. <laughs> Somebody's always Every so single like, time. Always cock blocking. <laughs> Damn. <Yo. laughs> um. So he like goes off because there's some issue that he needs to attend to. Yeah. And uh he asks Shasi to stay there and she does. Oh, they said they figured out how the intruders get in got in. Yeah. I think it was Tariq's fault when he climbed up on her balcony. Did he leave something there? No, but remember, there there are people watching all the time. So if somebody watched Tyreek scale the palace and get into that her they balcony, could do it too. They could have okay. mm-hmm, used that to get to her okay. and kill her. That makes sense. So I was like, I think it's Tyreek's fault. And I think they're going to find that out. Right. And what was it? I said, um, Khalid had some type of response on page 316 that I absolutely fucking loved. He said, um, he smiled before he left. And she was like, what? And Khalid said, it's a fitting punishment for a monster to want something so much to hold it in your arms and know beyond a doubt that you will never deserve it. Okay. This man... They they kept saying, oh, he's cold, he's calculated, he's blah, blah, but he's a true poet at heart. That's all I gotta say. Oh, my God. True poet at heart. Something else is, like, after that, she feels guilt. And I think it's it's guilt of, like, oh, my God, I, I really do love this man. But, like, the loyalty I should have to Shiva. and It's as- gone. It's gone. Like, she can't even, she can't even bring herself to, like, muster up that hate anymore. No. So it's just guilt because she knows that she's failed Shiva. Yeah. But at this point, girl. It is. You know what, Shiva? Shiva gone. Shiva be happy for you. All right. Shiva gone. Shiva don't want for nothing no more because Shiva gone. So go ahead (laughs) and be with that man. She gone. That's fucked up. All right. So moving on to the next chapter. (laughs) It's called A Shade of What I Feel. Ah! In this chapter, Shazi, she's alone in his room. So, of course, she's curious. And what I really loved about this chapter was they tied in her previous story of Bluebeard into this chapter. Yes. Which I was like, oh, yes. Like, this makes so much sense. So, basically, she's, of course, she's looking around and she's, like, trying to see if she can find anything about Khalid that she wouldn't have known 
because I, this is where he lives. This is his sleeping quarters. And she's looking and looking and looking. And then finally, she comes across, I think it's like some type of like, not a dresser drawer, but like some type of. Um, I think it's like a, a chest or armor. Right, something like exactly. That. And she opens. She looks over. She catches something that like, and it's, I think it's a book. It's like a leather bound type of book or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she immediately starts going through the book. And each page is filled with a heartfelt apology from Khalid to the families of the girls that he had married and had to kill at dawn. And it was so oh. heart-wrenching. Bro, she was like, I could tell that they were never meant to be sent to the families because he couldn't do that. But oh my God. So Oh my God. She finds Such raw emotion in these letters. She finds the one to Shiva's family. And that one, like, I'm going to read the little serpent or the little expert, but it says, um, how does one begin to apologize for robbing the world of light? Words seem strangely insufficient in such a case, and yet I fall to their uselessness and my own inadequacy. Please know I will never forget Shiva. For the brief moment she stared into the face of a monster, she deigned to smile and forgive. In that smile, I sensed a strength and a depth of understanding I could never hope to fathom. It tore at what profound professes to be my soul i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry a thousand thousand times at your knees and it will never be enough that almost made me cry like she knew she was gonna die and she still forgave khalid for it and smiled at him yeah like i just sat there was like that's exactly how how shazi described her even the night before she's like i don't want to sit here i don't want to mourn i want to have fun with my friends and I want to stay up all night and do all the things that we used to do before I go off. Because she knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, so she had such strength and such like dignity and grace about her. And that just, that made me break down with Shazia. I was like, damn, bro. It was bad. It, it made me feel for her so hard. Because I was like, oh my God. And then she finds the letter addressed to her. Because they couldn't find her family, he couldn't yeah. address the letter to her father. But it's like, it makes it more personal for him to say sorry to the family instead of to the person who died. Right. Yeah. And so he ends up writing the letter letter to Shazi instead. And he doesn't even get to fucking finish the letter. So it turns out he was writing this letter when they planned to kill Shazi way back, a couple chapters back. And he realized in that moment that he was writing the letters. It was this one line. Where he said, when I think of you, I can't find the air too. And he couldn't finish it after that. She realizes from a, a memory that she had that they had a conversation where she asked him, and how will you know when you found this elusive someone? And he told her, I suspect she will be like air, like knowing how to breathe. <laughs> tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no <laughs> When I tell you. When I tell you, I read that and I was like, oh. I know. That right there. And that broke her even more. And I'm like, oh my God. Facts. But I do like the fact that on 324, she's like, she finally admits to herself that she loves him. Yes. She finally Finally. admits it to herself. But she's also like, that does not excuse what he's done. He needs to answer for what he's done. I love him and I want to be with him, but you need to explain. No, and I, you know what's funny is, in that exact moment, I also sat there and I was like, she's right. Like, it's clear as day right here 
that he might not have been the one to pull the trigger or or like squeeze the cord around Shavi's uh Shazi's neck. Shiva, sorry. Too soon. Too sorry. Soon. <laughs> Shiva's neck. But he allowed it to happen. He put the order out there. He didn't even try to stop it. So yeah, he is he is at fault there. And like it is a hard thing to swallow where you're like, oh shit, I've fallen in love with this man because I know how kind he can be. And yet he is the one who killed my best friend. Oh! I know. It also has that he's mean to everybody but me vibe. Fact. But I was really not gonna, but I was really hoping it was a misunderstanding. I was really hoping that like he wasn't the one who like was you know gave the okay for these kills. I was really hoping that there was something entirely different behind it. But same thing. Shazi was hoping the same thing, but she's like, no, he, he, he was did the this. One. So that's why she needs him to explain because she's a conflict. She's conflicted with herself. Yeah. She's like, I love him. And I know that I'm no longer like here to avenge Shiva, but still I can't, I can't bring myself to just completely ignore what happened. Right. Exactly. So yeah. Um, at the same time we get Jalal and Khalid's perspective and Jalal, Jalal, Shah, Jalal. Um, so Jalal is pressing Khalid hard about, um, everything that's going on and about Shazi and he hits a sore spot. He says something, I can't remember, but he says something about, oh, I guess you like really like her or something. And Khalid spins out, spins around on this man, sword out, sword out about to cut his chest open. Is like, love is a shade of what I feel. And I was like, ah, ah. Yo, this, this, it was, like I said, I really love their interaction. I really perfect. love. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I love that they're, they're cousins too. Like, I love that. It, they're relatives, and so it almost feels like, yeah, this is how you would be with a cousin. You know what I mean? This is the type of relationship you would yeah. have. Like, Jalal's just looking at him like, look, as a cousin, I'm more than happy that you found somebody to love. But as the captain of your guard, it's a problem that you put down your sword and put yourself at risk for one woman. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. mm, Jalal, we couldn't just stay in the happy place. We had to bring it back. He was like, you would have left us without a king. And he's like, I don't care. No, no. But like, the fact that he said that, that he was like, Shazi, he basically said, Shazi's everything. And like, that's everything to him. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, God damn. I just, I love it. I love it. And I just need more of it. Uh, <laughs> At this point, too, Jalal's like, well, if that's really how you feel, then you need to tell her about the curse. Facts. She's family. Because Jalal was like, she's, yeah, she's family. family. I was like, yes. <laughs> it just like, it just keeps getting better and bringing joy into my life. And I love right. it. Uh <laughs> no, so they end up parting ways at this point, And Jalal just makes a point of saying, yo, like, you're looking a little tired. You're looking a little, you know around the eyes so he was just kind of like you should definitely um summon the bakar 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 how's it spelled f-a-q-i-r i don't know i don't know so basically this i'm not gonna pretend like no but this guy's like a magical healer he's not like a regular healer yeah magical healer um so basically that's the same guy that we uh, saw earlier in the book that took his head yeah yeah yeah, exactly Khalid goes into his room and they give like this cute, really full description of how he views her in that exact moment. And I was like, oh, I'm so for this. I'm so for this. I know. And then he's like, 
I can't stay away from her. So he goes to cuddle with her. He goes to cuddle with her. And she also cuddles with him, like, in her sleep. It's almost as if she's drawn to him. And then it's broken. It's all broken. So then it turns out. Oh, my God. Every time. It turns out he is seeing, like, there's something wrong with his vision. And he's seeing shadows. And he starts to freak out. So he throws. Okay, ghosts? It, it, but they didn't say ghost. It said shadows. It said that he was seeing movement out of the corner of his eye, like out of, out of the like the peripheral of his eye. Demon. <laughs> so demon shadow ghosts. It's actually explainable, and it's actually a real thing. So basically, it is. So basically, he's seeing this stuff, right? He obviously he thinks it's his body immediately goes on alert from all the training. And he immediately like throws this water pitcher. Then he, when he gets a good look at it after Shazi wakes up, nothing's there. Yeah, at this point he's like he's holding his head, and he's just like won't open his eyes. Like he is in severe pain. And so Alkari's like, "I got it. Hold on a minute." So they come back with this magic healer guy, and of course they're trying to take Shazi out of the room. Kelly's like, "No, she's my wife. She stays." He goes to He does something, it like clears up whatever's going on with Khalid. And the whole time that guy was giving like the the stink eye to Shazi, I was like, you can fucking leave. Fired. That moves us into chapter 30, which is titled Ava. We finally get to know about this bitch. Ava was his first wife. And he's telling the story to Shazi. Ava was his first wife. Um, but he didn't kill her. He just wasn't very he wasn't very attentive. He didn't actually love her. Um, he just thought it was a good marriage match. And Ava was very, very lonely. It's just he didn't want to be used as a pawn to be married to Yasmin. And then Uncle Salim have all of this power. And he's also, like, Uncle Salim is a dickhead. And he also, like, talked bad about his mom whenever she asked. He, he's like, he said that, that he Fuck called you. his mom a rich man's whore. A rich man's whore. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I won't be marrying your nah, daughter. Fuck no, fuck off. Um. Right, exactly. Thank you. So, so basically, he marries Ava as that like match. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really a lot of chemistry mm-hmm. there, and Khalid didn't know how to balance his work life and his relationship at the time because he's still very, very young. So another thing was she. Um, at one point she got pregnant, and like he thought this was gonna change everything. Like she was more happy. She smiled more. Like he was like I like he naively thought the pregnancy was going to fix their marriage. And then she lost the baby a couple weeks later. And obviously if you already, if you were already sad to begin with, and then you lose something that you had so much depressed and lonely and you lose something that you, you really probably held really like so much dear, like dearly to you really saved everything. And then you lose it. Like she just further into depression and like, Khalid says he wasn't the best attentive husband. He didn't know how to deal with that. And I got to give it to him. He was 17 at the time when all this was happening. Yeah. He had just lost his his brother. He just lost his father. Granted, we, he didn't care much for his dad. He'd been yeah. lost his mom. He is now a king that he was never groomed to be. Like you said, after the miscarriage, she just kind of spiraled yeah. again, even harder this time. And um, the night before she died, she asked Khalid, do you love me? And he says, I feel so bad because the last thing that I said to her was a lie. Yeah, I lied I to her and told her I loved her. Yeah. And the next morning, she had hung herself with the silk cord. And um, he, like, he felt really, really bad. And I found this interesting, too, because it's like he didn't 
he didn't actually kill her. Like I thought he might have actually no. killed his first wife. Um, yeah, and then it gets even worse. Because oh my god! The father, the father of Ava, invited Khalid to his house, and against all of his advisors, he still went because he's like, I feel bad. This is the least I can do. He shows up to the house. The father curses Khalid and then takes his home. Life. Yeah. So this is where the curse came from. He's basically like, Shazi, I didn't want to tell you because this is a such this is such a huge burden to bear. And I never wanted to do that to you. I never wanted any of this to happen. Yeah. Um, Shazi also asks how many dawns are left. And he says, not many. And she's like, Khalid, I'm just one woman. Oh my God, when she said this, hold up, hold up. Ooh! When she said, and when he sat there, he was like, no. Like he shut that down real quick. He was like, no. And he was like, if you are one girl, I am one boy. I was like, I'm just one man. I sat there and I was like, if you don't sit there and say, if you are one one girl, I am one boy to me, I don't want it. I don't want it. Bruh, bruh. If you're not willing to kill somebody on the spot, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> if you're not willing to deal with sleep deprivation, Murder. I don't want it. Like, I, I don't want, want it. it. Oh, my, oh God. my God. And that's literally where we end for this episode. Oh, my God. My heart is like bursting for these two. I I ship them so much. I, it's I just, so, I need it. I need it. It's so funny because I like when we started this book, I knew it was the enemies to lovers situation. And I was like, oh, I love that trope. Like, yeah, bring it on. And then as we were reading it, I was like, oh, like, how are we going to fix this? She's She really hates him. Like, she really hates him. And then it just, it was almost like a switch. I like how it was almost a slow burn of how they mm-hmm. fell in love. And he, he mentions that in his letter. He was like, I saw the hate in your eyes when we first met. Right. I love it. Needless to say, I already uh, will be ordering Rose and the Dagger uh, promptly. Facts. I was already <laughs> looking to see how much that was. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the cart. Put it in the right. cart. Um, so this is basically the next episode is going to be the yes, last episode. episode for the Wrath and the Dawn. It's crazy. We're going to finish it up. Um, We're going to read pages 342 to 388 so that is the end of the book that's not a lot oh my god okay no it's not it's a very small sliver and i honestly am like what the fuck is gonna happen now because there's not a lot left and there's still so much that needs to be covered like what is gonna happen to khalid especially when he finds out about shazi where is tyreek is he gonna show up I have a feeling he's not going to die in this book and I'm really upset. I don't think, I personally feel like, um, I don't think that this book is going to cover everything because we also have an impending war that Tyreek started. That's and true. we have Salim to worry about. Can't they just live in peace and prosperity? And that was Salim. I think that this is going to continue in the Rosen Dagger, but I don't know what type of cliffhanger we're going to be left on. Like, is it going to be such a big cliffhanger that we're like, oh shit? I think it's going to be a cliffhanger where we're like, how dare you? We're right? coming back. <laughs> and then immediately add Rose and Dagger to cart. But yeah, I'm I'm super excited to see where this ends. Yes. Because I'm ready. I Same. want it all to come out. It, it got really good. That that little bit that we read was probably what exactly what I was looking for in regards to like everything happening. Like that little bit mm-hmm. was like, okay, Tariq, idiot. Okay, we definitely love each other. 
Love confession. Okay, by the way, my first wife, this is what happened. And this is why I had to kill all the other girls. Finally, finally, you let her know that you're cursed. Thank you. So she could stop fighting with herself and just Right, oh my you. gosh. She just kept sitting there and talking about her loyalty. Yeah, so you can you, you can let that shit go. You can love him freely. It's, it's fine. We all absolve you of the it's shame. Okay. Like that, it's fine. It's fine. We've been absolved, yeah, but exactly. you know, go off right, this. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So next episode, the last episode. But with that, we want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, again, please write reviews because that helps us. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next episode for the finale, and <laughs> we love you guys. So always stay white at heart. Bye. Bye.